0: In this episode of Testimony, A Musician's Story, presented by Soundseekers, I finally got to sit down and talk to rapper-singer Aaron Cole. I've watched him grow up in this industry. Uh, He's 21 now, and he opens up. It's almost a two-hour long discussion, but he talks about growing up in the spotlight, the responsibility of being an artist, a Christian artist in the spotlight. Um, he talks about relationships, a past relationship that was pulling him away from God and maybe possibly have could have prevented him from being the artist that we know now. But once he got out of that relationship, how it brought him closer to God. And that's also when his career started to take off as well. He also talks about the importance of using your platform to bring awareness to issues like Black Lives Matter. And in our four-song breakdown, he breaks down Water For Me featuring Paris Carrez and Not Clyde, For Show, In My Bag, and Only You featuring Tarion. I am Gaelica Brown, and this is Sound Seekers Presents Testimony, a Musician's Story. So let's first start with your first music memory. Like whether it be of the, the first song you remember or music video.
1: Yeah. Um first music memory. I think I think the first time being like moved by music that I, and it's so weird that I have this this random like memory, but like I remember like maybe like two or so, maybe I don't know, but I know I was mad young and I was coming home from like preschool or something. And my dad was playing uh Kanye West, college dropout, mm-hmm. he was, and he was playing uh Family Matters. And I was like, I don't know, at two, like. I guess the music, the music of it moved me, and I rocked with that joint. And so I remember, like, when I got older and I heard Family Matters, it brought me back to that moment. Um, so I think that's the first music memory. But I started rapping at three. Yeah. Um, so it was like, that's probably the next, if it's not that, you know what I'm saying, if that was before that or whatever. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think that would be the first one. I think that was before I started rapping. So On you,
0: Wes, first music memory. Yeah, that is crazy. Cause we're gonna circle back to Kanye a little bit later.
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> For sure. Okay, and so and before we get into you starting to rap at three, let's first start with um, your childhood and where you grew up.
1: Yeah. Um. So I grew up in Bristol, Virginia, small town in Virginia, um, and so. The biggest thing about Bristol is the Bristol Motor Speedway. It's a bunch of like races and stuff that go there. Okay. And another thing is like we're like a border state. So I lived in Bristol, Virginia, but my church was in Bristol, Tennessee. Mm. So it was like 10 minutes away type thing. Um, Yeah. So I grew up there. I was born in Marion, Virginia, which my mom was... My mom grew up in Chihuahua, Virginia, like very small towns in Virginia. Um, And so when I was born in Marion, I moved, like I immediately moved to Bristol um, because my my dad's originally from Chicago and then he came to Bristol type thing and my mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so I was in Bristol my whole life. So um, yeah, Bristol is nothing. It's small. Um, I went to like... My high school was kind of, was very small compared to others. Um, and it was, like, very predominantly white. Okay. The, the black people there were the basketball team and a couple, it was a couple of black women there, black girls. Um, but not a lot Like,
0: Did was, you play any sports?
1: Yeah, I play. I play basketball. Okay, um, so
0: you were so part of part yeah,
1: of yeah, yeah, the black part of people that. on the basketball <laughs> right. team. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, Um I played. I played basketball. I played. Okay, so I played basketball and football. But okay. I, I tell. I tell the story all the time because football. I was really only playing for my dad because my dad was like really good in football back in the day, and so in the city, like everyone looked up to my dad for his football because he was like he was MVP as a like a defensive end type thing and that don't really happen and so okay. yeah so everybody was looking at him tight so I was like oh I gotta play football um
0: did, did you feel the pressure though like did you want to yes. play okay
1: yes I I at, when I was younger like peewee like midget like I wanted to play so the story is when I got to eighth grade you know I'm saying that's when it starts like getting real. Like I'm playing for the middle school team or whatever. Uh, I was playing defensive end and tight end, and it was the we we lost every game my eighth grade year. We lost every single one. And we were terrible. It was like every every after every game we would go like we would get on the bus and people would just be yelling at each other like mad because we just lose and We keep losing. I remember the last game we were playing these rich big white boys. And they ran this sweep to my side, and it was like three of them ready to block me for the, you know, stay running or whatever. I got past the first two. Third one came out of nowhere, knocked me on my butt, and that was it. I was like, I'm never playing football again.
0: <laughs> I mean, was, did was, you get bad. hurt, or it
1: was just enough? Oh, no, to... I get hurt. Okay, it was just <laughs> knocked me out, and I was like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I don't <laughs> love it. I love it that much. And sure enough, right after the game, my dad was like, if you don't want to play football, you don't have to (laughs) play football. And I was like, no cap. He was like,
0: it's all good. You don't need to rub my name anymore.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Uh, So, yeah, I stopped that in eighth grade. Um, But then, but I played, basketball was like, you know what I'm saying for me, it was like basketball and music, like, it was right there. Like, it was like, I'm gonna make it in one of them. So, it's like, they I'm betting on myself type thing. Um, <laughs> and so with basketball, um, uh, I played that all the way up to my freshman year. Um, and my freshman year, um, <laughs> I it was like, it was okay, it was the summer, was it the summer? Yeah, it was the summer of my eighth grade year. Summer of my eighth grade year where I was about to go to a freshman. Um, I was always, I would always be, like, going to basketball camps, trying to get better for basketball and stuff like that in the summer. Um, but that Pacific summer, specific summer, um, my dad started, like, doing these, like, tours, like, mm-hmm. of where, like, he would, he would re- just reach out to churches and be like, my son is a Christian rapper um and we're doing the tour uh we want to know if we can stop in your city and do it like that type thing so it was like it was like ghetto tours like it wasn't like i was setting up you know what i'm saying it wasn't like i was setting up and fans was coming out it was like okay we was going to churches we were sleeping on floors and stuff churches okay. man i got stories about that man god thought but anyways so I i did that for the summer and then when i came back my freshman year i was supposed to be freshman um, my varsity on um, varsity like, like, but I came back rusty because I started doing music and so I was like man you on JV and so when I got on JV you know what I'm saying I was doing a thing but it was like man I'm not to just focus on music yeah. So, yeah so then when I was after that like after my freshman year I begged my parents to go home school because I started, like, just loving music more. So I started, like, just I'll be in class. Like, I'll get done with my work, and I'll be like, man, I want to work on music, and I'll get in trouble because I'll be singing in class and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, So, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so, and did you have any siblings?
1: Yeah, I got two little sisters. I got uh, one sister, I think she's 13 or 14 now. Uh, uh, and then my other sister, my middle sister, she is 18, 19. And how know, old are you now? I'm 21. 21, okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: 21. So, uh oh, officially an adult now,
1: right? Right, <laughs> no cat, no cat.
0: Enjoying <laughs> any adult privileges? Oh, I mean,
1: no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah. really
0: only one that you get at 21, right? Right, right,
1: right. <laughs> nah, I uh. So I how I grew up, like my dad's side of the fam- my dad's side of the family in Chicago, like I just grew up seeing them like drinking and getting drunk all the time, and i always younger, I was just like man i I ain't trying to do that like I'll be scared that you know what I'm saying I was gonna abuse it type junk. yeah um, so I just never I never messed with it um but uh, all of my friends and stuff do stuff, so, you know what I'm saying it'd be. Yes, i just be chilling. I'll just be drinking my water, cooling.
0: <laughs> water, uh, plug to the same. Right, water,
1: water <laughs> for me,
2: you feel me?
0: <laughs> and then uh, being that you started rapping at three and doing, like, these ghetto tours later,
1: I'm right, assuming it right. sounds like
0: you grew up in a Christian household.
1: No, no. Um, my <laughs> – right, I'm trying to see what to say here. So my granddad was a pastor. Okay. Um, growing up, and yeah, we went to his church. So ever since I can remember, we was in church. Um, Cause my my mom my mom always been saved. My dad my dad got saved when I was about two two three. Like right by the time I started rapping, my dad like was just getting saved. Um, and so yeah, so every single I remember like we was going to church and then my granddad became a pastor. And so um so yeah, I, I grew up first rapping in church and then when I turned seven, I, I grew up in a Kojic church. I don't know if you know that it is Church yeah. of God in Christ. Yeah, yeah So in Kojic Church, like they just throw you the mic type junk. So <laughs> my it was like how my church was set up, like really my whole family was the worship team because okay. like pretty much everybody in my family can sing, but my dad and my granddad. Um, and so,
0: but your granddad was the pastor.
1: My granddad was the pastor.
0: And your dad manages and knows how to get the music right. to the people and all of that.
1: Right. Okay. right. <laughs> so he was, so he was, so he was playing the music, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Church, all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> But everybody else, like my grandma, my mom, um, even my little sister now, my uncles, my aunts, all of them sing like blow, like killing it. okay. Um, and so they were the whole worship team. And then I remember there was this one time my uncle chat, um, he was singing, I will bless the Lord by Byron Cage. And, uh, he, he would mess up the words. Like he would get to, he would get to the part of where, you know, Byron start really going in and he'll just he'll just like basically start playing around with the song. And, <laughs> and I was seven and I would, I would always look up to my uncle because he, he didn't want to tell me like how to write and all that stuff. And so when I was seven, like I was in his car we he was chilling. I just told him, I was like, man, you keep messing up the song. Like, <laughs> you ain't singing the song right. Like, he was like, man, I'm going to just put you up there next time.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I
1: just laughed. I'm like, man, ain't tight, totally gent." man next Sunday sure enough call me up there and I was like oh so you know you just gotta go like you in front of the whole church yeah. so I started singing and the whole family was just like surprised because I started like I was on like note or and
0: you're, you're actually right singing there. you ain't rapping you're singing blowing no board. I'm singing
1: <laughs> okay. right I'm going I'm going kind of crazy <laughs> okay. I'm going kind of stupid um so yeah I, I started singing and then after that they just put me in the worship team
0: Um, got indoctrinated
1: then (laughs) right it was like it was over like okay you can sing a little bit you were there so um, so then I just started perfecting that like my my other uncle Kendall who's the one he's the one in the family that can really like sing like Mm -hmm. I I don't know why he don't make music Um, but when he found out that I could sing because he had went to college when he found out I could sing he was like oh yeah this is what we about to do like he started working with me and helping me and stuff like that um, so, yeah, I don't remember what the question was. I went on a tangent, but. I was that's... asking to basically, if you grew up in a Christian household, right. which yeah, exactly.
0: led to the worship team family, which led to that. Okay. Right.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, now yes. we hear. Right. Yes.
0: So when did it, when did you actually feel the connection for yourself between right. you and God mm-hmm. and, and really like personally dedicate your life yep. to him?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I was 12. Um, I was about sixth, seventh grade. And <clears throat> I was I was doing music for God, you know what I'm saying? I knew of God, but I didn't have that personal relationship yet. And I remember, like, just was going to school, and it was like, I didn't do certain stuff because I knew better, type thing, you know what I'm saying? Because I grew up in a church, it was like, I didn't do this. And so it was like, kids will always pick on me because they're like, oh, Aaron's the square. Like, Aaron ain't doing nothing like Aaron, whatever. Yeah. And so, like, I remember getting messed up about that and, like, talking to my dad. I'm like, man, everybody talk, calling me the good kid, like, da 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 I was like, I'm just doing what y'all told me to do. And that's when my dad just kind of started, like, breaking down to me everything. And so I really gave my life to Christ in my room. Like, it was like after I talked to my dad, like, I just started praying to God, like, yo, I really want to live for you. type I think um, so. It's been a journey. Uh, but definitely that that was the first time that i was like okay i built that personal connection personal connection and i like, actually mm-hmm. yeah, my life to christ type thing
0: yeah. and you're saying it's been a journey do you feel like in that time from that time to you being 21 that there's been um like have you had the the peaks and valleys and and all yes. of that
1: yes um <laughs> for sure uh because you gotta think like i'm doing i'm doing music for a guy this whole time mm-hmm. and so everybody looking to me of like yeah. i'm the standard and i'm still trying to figure everything out i'm like i'm trying to figure it out like y'all yeah. type thing um and so i i think i i kind of like like i was really like i was really growing but not really knowing it was just spiritual growth that God was just actually just doing. Like I didn't even do myself type thing um, for like the next two years or whatever. And so when I turned 15, that's when it started, things started going crazy for me because it was like after my freshman year or whatever, um, uh, the truth heard of me. So I had signed to the truth mm-hmm. then. And then I left there. Then I signed to Toby. Yeah. Um, and so when I signed to Toby, you know what i'm saying my you know my pops my pops was like oh we 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 here type thing like yeah i'm saying we ready and first thing toby said in the first meeting was like i'm not gonna put you out till you 18. and i was like yeah my pops was like no way no way jose (laughs) like i'm ready right now yeah you playing with me type (laughs) jack um and I wasn't ready, <laughs> so I like, I remember we went back and that's when my real spiritual roots started growing because my dad started to notice that it's like I wasn't as rooted as like he thought, mm-hmm. and so like like Toby was right, like I needed to get rooted more, like he didn't even know what he was saying, but he was just like, man, I'm not putting you out till you're 18 type thing. Yeah. he didn't know what was going on but he was he always did that he was like i'm not putting artists out to they 18 because they learn so much
0: mm-hmm.
1: new life experience
0: right. yeah
1: right and he was right so um that's when like like i said i started my spiritual growth so what i would do my dad put me on a routine i would i would wake up i had to wake up at 9 a.m every morning if i woke up past nine if i wasn't out the bed if my dad didn't see me at nine o'clock it was trouble I was in trouble
0: mm, okay
1: so I wake up at nine it was like a boot camp type
0: job <laughs> well <laughs> you got a, a late start boot camp because most boot camps right. you gotta be up by like five six right. you got right. nine
1: yeah. I got nine <laughs> no yeah I'm not doing no five six that's crazy um <laughs> yeah but I, I'm a night out so waking out at nine is kind of crazy for no me.
0: trust me I get it I'm yeah, the same way yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but not for you, yeah. Like that was way they started. So, yeah, waking up at I had to wake up at nine. After I woke up at nine, I had um I had to read and stuff like that, reading the reading the word. um After that, I had to do my chores around the house, and then I would I would go outside and I would run while I was wrapping my set. So mm. I put together like a forty five minute set. My dad made me run. We had this big uphill, big old hill outside the yeah. house. And I had to run up and down the hill while I was rapping my set. That's a years. way to get your endurance going. No cat. No Man. cat. <laughs> no cat. So for three years I was doing that every day. Um and then after that, I would go, I would perform my set outside. So like I would rap the set, and then I would get down and i would perform my set. Like okay. I was on stage outside on the top of the hill. So, like, people be, like, driving by, <laughs> like, looking at him like he crazy, like, looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, but I did that every day for three days. So, then I would, I mean, three years. So, yeah. then I would go in, uh, take a shower, come back down, and then I would have to tell my pops what I read that day in my revelation for the day. Um and so that's when like it was really boot camp. Got like, it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so if I came with some book because sometimes I came with some book you know what I'm saying? Like it was like <laughs> I I kinda read that day, but it was like man, I was just trying to get it done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I would think of something like, Man, it just this just showed me that Jesus is good, type. Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> you could use that answer for
1: everything. Everything, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was on some book. And, um and he would call me out, like, he'll be like, Man, did ain't really read, type, so get mad, you know i Boot camp for real. Yeah. Like, for real, yeah, So, uh, so yeah, again, I forgot the question I went on that, <laughs>
0: that was it was about I the got, peaks that. and valleys,
1: right? Yeah, and, and and so, your spiritual yeah, was,
0: growth during this time period,
1: <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, as I moved out, this is just answering the peaks and valleys part, like, as I moved out, I moved out at 18. Um, we can get into the details of all that. But I moved out at 18, and then I think that's when it really started. I really started seeing I, – I definitely saw stuff in those three years because I was starting to see parts of my character that I really didn't like, and I was, like, messing up, like, all, all the time type junk. I felt like um, – but when I moved out, I really felt like, oh, snap. Like, I really got to trust God. Like, I really got to put the pants in the pavement type and yeah. what i be talking about. Um, so, so yeah, to answer your question, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, because I feel like adulthood is where you really meet God, because right, you have to rely on Him
2: now, right? I right. mean, you're, right. you're not in the
0: confines of your household, and you got, don't uh-huh. have your dad just like right there taking care of everything, like now yeah, it's
1: for yeah. God, yeah. No cap, but no cap, but I would say that the biggest thing in my life that draw me close to god was this relationship that i had right before i blew up okay
2: um
1: and so yeah what happened what what happened was um i'm about i'm about 17 about to turn 18 at this time and like at that time like stuff is out so like i had dropped if i can be honest like things are going well like I'm still I'm I'm signed to Toby but I didn't come out yet because you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying he's not putting me up. So yeah I'm until you're eighteen. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, you know what I'm saying, still growing. Like I'm I'm growing, I'm in this boot camp every day mm-hmm. type thing. Um and it's like right this is right before everything started going crazy for me. Um there's this girl in our hometown and uh <laughs> so I I have an aunt that's two years older than me. Um and she she was friends with my aunt okay. and so my aunt like we have a track we have a you know the high i live right down the street from my high school and so the high school you know what i'm saying track or whatever and at night they would always go run at this track like with a bunch of my my aunt's friends and stuff like that uh would go run and so i went up there one day just to like run over there um but my aunt kind of was walking with other people the girl was she always was running. So okay. I, I started running. So we started running together, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we started running together, slowly, you know what I'm saying, started talking, started whatever, started talking more. Um, and uh, she, because of who I was, you know what I'm saying, In the in the city, I was kind of like popular because of what I did.
0: Because she of always, what you did, and also, was it, like, the church connection and your family of worship team, and, like, were you guys yes. known in the area?
1: Yes, yes, okay. yes. Right, right. Known in the area, yes, for sure. Um And my dad was pretty popular back in the day, too. So it's like, okay, okay. this is Kelly Cole's son. Type Got it. Thing. And okay. Then it's like, on top of that, it's like, okay, I'm doing music, I'm doing big things. It's like, I was really popular in the city. Okay. Um So... Because of that, she always thought I was just like a player type. Like, you know what I'm saying? He always got girls with you, will type. Thing. And I took that as a challenge, like, nah, I'm a I'm a lover. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, I would never ever do no joint like that. Um so I just started talking to her more, like showing her who I was really was, <clears throat> and then she like really started liking me. And so I remember the to- the to- the crazy thing about this relationship was like her parents were involved a lot um to say the least her parents were wild okay <laughs> her parents were wild like <laughs> oh,
0: so what do you mean her parents
1: were wild <laughs> i'm trying to use my words just in case they yes. see yes but <laughs> try cautiously all right her parents were just very overprotective of her okay and so for for me they're very overprotective because it's like, I'm an artist. I'm doing shows. I'm all that stuff. So, yeah, it was, man, I don't even have the time for all the stories of that. <laughs> um, but basically, we started, when we started talking, like, I was just I was just really trying to chill with her because, you know what I'm saying, I'm thinking about my career. I'm like, man, I don't really have time to invest into a relationship right now. Um, but... <clears throat> What happened was I was I was literally in Nashville working on music and I was texting her like you know saying on my downtime time thing and like she was basically telling me her dad was basically saying like I had to date her like or like stop talking to her type can't talk to her yeah and so for me looking back at this I was like man I'm mad dumb like I should have just been like okay but for me I'm thinking like all the Oh, you're a player, you don't really wanna be in a relationship with me. That was all playing in my head. Yeah. So I was like, nah, like I'm gonna be in a relationship with that type thing. So when I got home I started talking to my dad about it. I was like, Yeah, I think I really like Shreddy, I think I'm gonna be in a relationship. He was like, You don't think it's a coincidence that God put I mean like the devil put a girl in your life like right before things are about to go crazy? Like he just asked me that question. Yeah. And I was just like, nah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> of course not. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, so, um, <laughs> I get in a relationship. Um, in the relationship, to say the least, it started off well, then turned into hell. Uh, <laughs> it was like really. Like I said, the parents was going crazy, like always on my case. Like they were my, you know, at a show, at a show, I always if I'm taking a picture with someone, like I ask them, like, "Yo, what's your name?" Like, you know, so yeah, type junk out of respect. And so you know, my dad's always rec- like recording stuff, like even when I was young, like he's always recording stuff. And so there was just one, there was just this one time where. You know what I'm saying? I took a picture with this girl, but I forgot to ask her her name. So just out of instinct, I was just like, yo, what was your name? Like, she told me whatever, but my dad got that on camera. Her parents screen recorded that joint. Oh, it was gosh. just basically <laughs> like, oh, why is he going like icing her a girl's name? Bro, I tell you, crazy. So yeah.
0: there was a bunch of that
1: stuff going on. A bunch of that stuff going on in the whole relationship. And at this point, I'm just blinded by love, Titan. You know what I'm saying? But don't notice it at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it got it got to the end. I'm gonna skip like all uh, crazy <laughs> detail. It got it got to the end, and basically my dad was just like, Man, you tripping, like you need to take a break from her, and Get your mind right. And of course I was like. I'm not trying to do that. But Mm -hmm. he was basically like saying like you're gonna have to, like you need to take a record with her. So I was just like, okay, dad. But you know what I'm saying? All I did was I changed her name on my phone to one of my homies' name.
0: Oh my
1: (laughs) (laughs) changed her name on my phone. This (laughs) slicked
0: stuff right there.
1: Slick, slick. (laughs) (laughs) Um so I'll be texting her like on the side, Titan. And uh we got so I had this show. I was supposed to have this show in Florida at Universal. Um and um uh, this is when there was a big hurricane coming um to Florida and so everybody was like, Oh no, nah, like where they canceled the show. Universal mm-hmm. canceled the show. Um but when we first got up there, he kinda asked me, he was like, You been talking to that girl. And I was like, man, sometimes like sometimes she'll just, you know what I'm saying, send me a scripture before I got to bed, Titan. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to cap. I'm trying to cap like, man, not really, but I'm really talking to her, Tychin. Um he was like, Man, you just don't get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to talk to me like, man, you really need to stop, tight, And so I'm just not listening. So it's so I tell you, they canceled the show a couple of days ago, they canceled the show. It's like, it's the night before we're leaving the next morning to go back to Bristol because it's like, they canceled the show, so we got to go back and we can't get a flight, so we got to drive. So, it's the night before. There's this guy in Florida that's like friends with my dad and he's like a stylist. And so, we just went out to dinner with him. Like, they talking. Um, I don't know how, but somehow, some reason, I changed her name back to what it was. Okay, Just that's just a key part of this story. So they talking, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm texting her on the side, kinda engaging, but you know what I'm saying, I'm texting her. Uh, and my dad's talking to him was like, man, we need to get Aaron right, like for, you know, saying some clothes and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, man, like, let me see your Instagram. So I gave him my phone. So I gave the guy my phone. Uh, and he on my Instagram. And she texted me and he was, he, you know, he don't know nothing. So he was like, Ooh, Aaliyah. Oh, the girl was texting Tyson. You feel me? <laughs> I can, I can take that out if you want
0: me
1: nah, to. it's cool. It's It's I just didn't want to say it, said, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it's cool. <laughs> the girl, he saw her, the girl's name. He's like, Oh, so and so's texting. Um, and My dad just looked at me. and I was like, ah, snap, tight, Jack.
2: Yeah.
1: We leave the dinner. He started yelling. He started going crazy, whatever. Not an argument. Well, well, black parents is not an argument because I wasn't saying nothing. He was just going crazy. Uh, Black (laughs) parents is not an argument. Exactly. You just listen. You just listening. You just listening (laughs) to them go off. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So, out of it, Wake up the next day. We in the car. It's a 10-hour ride. The first five hours, he don't say a word to me. He's not talking to me. Oh, wow. It.
2: Yeah,
1: so crazy. Um, so we stop at a gas station. I remember he got back in the car. He's on the phone with my mom. He was like, basically, like, man, you know how black pants are. I don't know what I'm gonna do with your son. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, they just talking, whatever. He gets off the phone, he finally starts talking to me, he was like, man, I need to know what you're going to do, because he was like, you still in this thing, like, I can just see your career just going down, and he was like, I'm going to always be your dad, but I can't be in ministry with you, and I know all this stuff is going mm-hmm. on, and God don't want you here. And so, for me, that's when it got big to me. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, oh, you talking about, you know what I'm saying, my most, you know, my prized possession, my music, my ministry, like, no you can't do that so i that's when i really started thinking about it so i was like i told shorty like yo hey stop texting me for the night like i just need to think type thing. so yeah. i really stopped talking to her for the night um whatever really the the next five hours we still didn't talk like i was just listening to music or whatever chilling thinking we get home um of course she still texts me trying to get me to sneak out I'm like, I'm not sneaking out. I never snuck out, but she always was to get a type of to sneak out type thing. I wasn't that crazy. Like, my dad is really.
0: You ain't playing games with your dad.
1: No, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so I went to bed. Next morning, I wake up. Everybody gone from my house. So, My dad, my mom, my sister. They all like out or whatever. Like, I don't know what time it is. It's like a, it's like a Saturday or whatever. And so. <clears throat> I'm in my room. I just started yelling to God. I'm like, God, if this girl not for me, I need you to tell me now. I don't need to be waiting no 40 days, 40 nights. I don't need to be fasting. Like, I need you to tell me right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I say amen. Um, I get a call from an old producer. Um, he used to produce for me when I was like 14. Remind you, I'm like 17, about to turn 18 at the time. So I ain't talked to him like three, four years. Calls me randomly. Uh, and I answered the phone. I'm like, yo, what's up? Right? Like, man, what's good, man? He was like, I ain't gonna hold you long. He was like, I just had to tell you this. He was like, I had a dream last night. He was like, Nothing in my dream, like after I had this dream, like it wouldn't let me not tell you what this dream was. Like something in me wouldn't tell you wouldn't let me tell you what this dream was. And so he was like, in my dream, he was like, You was building a wall. And he was like, on the other side of the wall it's like everything you work for your entire life your entire career he was like he's not like, words all that stuff he was like he was like so man he's like i don't know what you're doing he's like i don't know if you're messing with a girl or what he's like but you need to cut that cut that go let that go wow tight jump. and i'm you know what i'm saying i'm like oh that's kind of crazy but i'm still dumb i'm like nah that's just a coincidence yeah like, i'm like
0: Sometimes. I mean, you don't want to believe it. You're
1: enjoying your time right. with her. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, "Nah, whatever." Went mind you, I just asked God to show me, you know what I'm saying? And he showed me. That's how it is like. Oops, yeah. right, man? God helped me show me. Yeah, sign. He gave us a sign. Nah, not that yeah, sign. Not that, I, yeah. ain't that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't want I ain't want that
2: different
1: sign. sign. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um so then uh my mom texted me um and my mom, mind you, my mom the whole time, my mom growing up, my mom was like my best friend. So like my mom growing up, like she got on me like one time. I like when I was little, like I colored on the TV and she would me. But other than that, she was like cool. Like she never went crazy. Like we always be laughing together.
2: Yeah.
1: And you know what I'm saying? She would be trying to get my dad from getting uh, you know what I'm saying, on me. Uh, so this whole time she's been like not really saying nothing or if she say something she be like look you just need to listen to your dad if you and Eric, if you if you and Shorty are supposed to be together then you know what I'm saying he'll let that happen like you mm-hmm. just need to listen to your dad cuz you in his house So like, you know what I'm saying I wasn't listening to that or whatever. but at this moment she texts me she was like Aaron I think you need to break up with Shorty and I'm like Shh. my thought process is man she just with him right now he talking to her about it <laughs> like i'm just trying to justify everything like no you've
0: had three people so far tell you, you yes
1: with her but you still yes. justifying. okay <laughs> justifying. so i talked to one more person my uh like my mentor ej he's still like my mentor now he's like a pastor in texas um and i just called him mind you i ain't talked to him in a minute since i've been talking to her little key like and that's how it always is like when you're doing something you're not supposed to do you don't mm. talk to the people tight yep. <laughs> um so i just call him he's like you know it's good like we catch up and i told him i'm like man i'm about to move to nashville with Shuddy man and just say forget it all tight like, you know what i'm saying I'm some funny stuff he's like man what you talking about and i was like man pop's trying to get me to break up with Shuddy. i'm not trying to do it uh he trying to say that he's not going. you know what i'm saying manage me no more or anything, be involved in my career. And he says, man, he was like, man, I've been thinking that this whole time as you've been posting there and all this stuff. And so when he said it, I, the spirit revealed to me, I was like, okay. okay. so I'm like, dang. So he was like, man, he was like, man, you, God wants to take you to so many places. He was like, you just stuck in something that, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to get you out of, he was like, but I promise you, like, if you be obedient to God, like he's going to bless you type of. And I was like, man. At that time, I'm like, I'm like, man, I better be Michael Jackson or I'm trying to sacrifice Shitty. You know what I'm saying? I better be Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm like, going stupid. Um, and I remember I got off the phone with him. Um, and then I, I, I took a drive at, like when I was talking to him. So when I came back home, uh, my parents was there. And I told my dad, I was like, like I'm about to go break over here. I'm the I need to go break over here. Um and he was like, What makes you want to do it now? Like, like just petty. Because I heard it
0: from somebody else and not you.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um And then he told me, he told me that he talked to my granddad that day, and my granddad was like, I'm glad you finally got it. He was like, Cause I talked to your granddad today, and he said, That if you don't, then God show him that, you know what I'm saying, whatever comes with staying this and not being obedient to him, like, he's always going to be there, but you going to feel like you can't bear what's about to come with that, John. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, I ain't even need to hear that. Like, I told you I'm about to do it. You ain't got to scare me no more, type thing. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, whatever. So, I hit her up. I'm like, hey, yo, can you meet me at this park? We always used to go at this park. So, I was like, yo, can you meet me at this park? Whatever. You know am She excited because she ain't seen me in like man, maybe a month. Like we've been together, we in the same city, we ain't seen each other in a minute. And so I was just like, yo, meet me with this because you know what I'm saying. I wasn't gonna be no chump, I wasn't gonna do it on the phone, tight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um so went, got out the car, you know what I'm saying? She done the whole like, oh like, whatever tight I'm like, she saw my face, and I just hugged her, and I ain't go cat with you. I'm going to keep it, my honey. I start crying. Oh. <laughs> I start crying, Precious. you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> and
2: <laughs> uh
1: And <laughs> no cat. <laughs> now I look back, I'm like, man, I'm done as like. But anyway, I started crying, uh, and she was like, you know about to tell me that you breaking up with me, are And I was like, man. I got to. That's how I said it. I was like, I got to, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't I can't see it right now. I was like, I don't know what's about to happen, but I was like, I I was like, God just show me that, like I have to. You know what I'm saying? So then she started crying. So then I'm like, all right, I gotta, you know what I'm saying, not cry, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um so we just started talking, whatever. I was just telling her. <clears throat> I was trying to soothe the pain, you know what I'm saying? Um then we left. Um, and so literally, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you know what I'm saying? I was a little talking to her here and there after that, whatever, trying to go, like, whatever. Um, but no cap when I broke up with her. I went to Nashville uh, for a writing session. And that's when I wrote right on time. Mm. I wrote right on time. (laughs) That came out, you know what I'm saying? When number one, I moved out of my parents' house. I live in Nashville now. (laughs) Been here for like three, four years. So That was the most detrimental thing that was like about to make or break me. And when I saw that, I actually trusted God and he actually came through. It's like now understanding like even more, it's like, man, he didn't have to do that. And, like, now when I trust God about things, it's, like, man, knowing knowing that I can trust God and knowing that I can trust that he's in control at all times, it's, like, even when he doesn't do what, you know what I'm saying, I think I want him to do, mm-hmm. he's always thinking of me, and he always knows plans for me. So, like I said, I think that was the biggest, like, lesson I probably learned in my entire life so far.
0: So, yeah. No, that's a big lesson. Yeah. I mean, that's something that sets you up for life. As long as you remember right. that, and don't forget mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Sorry,
1: that was a long story. But <laughs> it was kind of, you know, saying like I feel like I had never told that story before, so kind of cool. had to say it.
0: I appreciate you sharing that, um, and sure. others will appreciate it as well. Because I mean, it's real. Yeah. It's what everybody can relate to when it comes to everyone can relate to being in a relationship and just like that whole experience, um, right. and how God works within that so Mm -hmm. thanks for sharing
1: okay
0: and then talking about like the responsibility of being in the spotlight of as this christian you know artist um Mm. how does that like affect you when it comes to uh, it's twofold questions so one when it comes to dating yes and then two when it comes to like major important topics like posting about like black lives matter or George Floyd passing. Like, you know, how do you deal with that? Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. Um, so the first part of the question when it comes to dating, um, it's hard cause I'm not going to count with you. I ain't perfect. You know what I'm saying? Making mistakes. Uh, in relationships all the time. Um and so it's like but I always I always was a person like when I when I messed up like when I messed up with a girl or something like that, like I was always the one that's trying to be like I get nervous because I'm like, you know what I'm saying, dang God, I don't want you to take your hand off me type junk. And it's like there's people looking up to me, like I don't want, you know what I'm saying, this to happen. And I seen that, you know what I'm saying, growing up I seen that happen to all, all of my idols, like, if I'm being honest. Like, mm. all the people that I looked up to, like, man, Christian hip-hop or pastors or anything, okay. it's, like, they always, like, messed up because it was messing around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah you know the vibes. <laughs> um, and so for me, like, you know what I'm saying? Praise God. I'm, I'm still a virgin. Like, like, I'm still going strong. You know what I'm saying but I've definitely made mistakes, but I think the reason that it kept me was just because it's like I think about the people that I let down that like mm-hmm. people let me down. you know what I'm saying when yeah. I was growing up, like thank mm-hmm. God for my dad that okay. kept me on the kept kept me on the track, but it was like that that keeps me it's like, man, me messing up, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and I don't believe that this should happen, mm-hmm. but it's like me messing up and having a baby like can literally mess up, you know what I'm saying, everything. Cause it, it messed up a lot like I said, it messed up a lot of idols, you know, what I'm saying in my life's there everything. Um and I don't really think that should happen because it's like, man, God forgives. And so it's like it's crazy that people not forgiving. this like, you know But
0: yeah. hard- <laughs> that is another
1: subject. <laughs> um but it's like I i understand that it's the times, you know what I'm saying? And like it says, like much is given, much is required. So it's like, I just be thinking about that. I'm like, man, I can't let people down like those people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That so that's the first part. Like, that's okay. where you can check on that. Now, with this other stuff, like Black Lives Matter and stuff. Uh, <laughs> all right. So for me, being, being in a mix of stuff. So I have a bunch of friends, like, like Paris, like all that stuff, that's like, okay, they just do hip hop. They, you know what I'm saying, they do whatever. They do Christian hip hop. They have a majority, like, they have a lot of black, black fans and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I have a good amount of black fans, but a lot of my fans are white because of, you know what the I'm
0: Toby saying? The Toby
1: Mac connection. The <laughs> Toby Mac connection, the tour. Of- <laughs> yes. Um, and so, man. I just noticed, like, it's been hard. I remember the first thing when I posted something, like, even related to the subject, it was when Kaepernick did the Nike thing, Mm. um, and all he said, whatever the quote was. I forgot what the quote was, but I posted that on my story. It was just on my story. People are yeah. stupid in the DMs. Like, man, he's not respecting our flag. Da, 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 da. Like, man, this flag wasn't even made for us. So, what are y'all talking about? Anyways. <laughs> so, for a while, it kind of like unmotivated me to post about that stuff because I'm like, man, I don't want to. At that point, I'm like, I don't want to lose. No fans. I want to lose, you know what I'm saying, people because I'm posting this stuff, but, man, after, you know what I'm saying, just my time with God and stuff, it's like, man, I'm in a position where it's like, almost, I have to post about this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, I I have to do that because it's like, the people that's looking up to me, that see me on these tours, it's like, they're so uneducated, bro. It's, It's so crazy. It's like, and so that's that's, I feel like, almost, I feel like it's almost a duty. Like, for me to be in a position I'm in, for me to be quiet, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't rock with that. Like, I know, and I know people that rock with me would not rock with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I just don't feel like I can come to myself to do that. Um, so, I ain't gonna cap. I judge some artists that been silent. Uh, pray for me. But <laughs> it's like, It'd be
0: messing hey,
1: me up. Yeah, I'm with you. We can <laughs> yeah. pray for each other then. <laughs> right, right. It's like, man, it'd be messing me up. Because it's like, you're in a position where it's like, let's just be honest, Like in the Christian space, there's a lot of like white supporters, which is cool. Like, man, I ain't racist. cool. Like, y'all love my music, go crazy. But it's like, we're in this position of where we can, you know what I'm saying, help educate, you know what I'm saying, and help point people to Jesus when it comes to racial, you know what I'm saying, injustice. And we're doing it because we're scared to lose some fans.
0: Like, yeah. Well, the, And it's different because back in the day, like, if you had a platform, you just, you didn't use it. You did your job. Mm-hmm. You're an okay. athlete. You know, play your game. You're a musician. You play your music. That's it. Right. Shut but, up and
1: dribble thing.
0: Yeah. Shut up and mm-hmm. dribble. Exactly. But back then you were dribbling without Instagram and Twitter and like a social media following people weren't really like listening and plugged into your thought process at all. But now that we have that, like times have just changed. So now you have a platform, you use your platform to share the food that you ate Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to share, you know, pictures of your, your kids or, you know, whatever you went to the store and you want to take a picture. Why Mm -hmm. not use that platform? To actually raise awareness or talk about something important,
1: yeah, and great so, point. Great I mean, point. it's just it's a different
0: it's a different time. So I think yeah. shut up and dribble does not even shouldn't even yeah. like come into Catch. the conversation at all in this. Day yep. Yeah, no
1: cap, no cap. Yeah, yeah.
0: Matt, I you're agree. like LeBron James for just yeah, LeBron,
1: <laughs> for LeBron going crazy
0: platform and not caring at all what people think.
1: Yeah, nah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because like I said, like, it's like, I look, I don't really be looking like like a mainstream of people that don't speak up, uh, except, uh, what's his name? I don't know what his name is, but basically the man be capping. But anyways, there's no such <laughs> um, I really be looking at like people that's like my friends and I be going on these tours with that ain't really saying nothing and always yeah. be like, yeah. I love you, man, all this stuff. is like, man, you don't love me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just – that's how I be feeling. Like, you don't love me. Like, you don't care about you know, our culture. You don't care about, like, they killing us out here. All you want to do is watch some basketball. Like, yeah.
0: It's hard, <laughs> though. I mean, because – I feel like we need we have to have grace for for everyone
1: right that's why because, i said crazy, it's yeah like, i agree <laughs>
0: because some people like some people really may not care or it's mm-hmm. not that they don't care it's just that it doesn't affect them directly right. and even though they right. may have a black friend you know they might mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. aaron cole it still doesn't right. direct you know affect them directly but right. um i mean there's just time like, I mean you're still twenty one, so the older you yeah. older you get you see how things work and that yeah. people just have to come into things on their own. And someone right. who might feel like it does that it doesn't matter to them now at like mm-hmm. twenty one might have a totally different opinion at thirty one. They right. might be the nah, ones on sure. the front lines. Like right, just, going stupid, right. You, you gotta just, <laughs> just let cut. God do what he does. For sure. But also, I mean, have conversations because Your relationships and your conversations with those people is what also, like, feeds into how they move forward.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. That's (laughs) why I said pray for me because it's, like, even the cancel culture junk, it's, like, I don't believe in that junk because it's, like, man, we just saying, like, we be messing up. So it's, like, definitely, like, you know what I'm saying, they should be... I don't know. They shouldn't yeah. be canceled, basically. They yeah, shouldn't. no, no.
0: No way like, should so, be
1: canceled, yeah. Yeah, so, like, with that stuff, it's like, yeah, I'll be struggling with, man. Like, I say that, but when they don't be speaking up, I'll be like, man, y'all should be canceled. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'll be going back and forth. So, I feel um,
0: I just saw an interview with Chris Rock on The Breakfast Club, and they were talking about Jimmy Fallon. They were asking him about Jimmy Fallon doing blackface. And he's just like, mm-hmm. that was over 20 years ago. Like, right. we know Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Mm -hmm. Fallon has a show and his house band is the (laughs) Roots.
1: Right, right.
0: We know Jimmy Fallon does not hate black people, that Jimmy Fallon is Mm -hmm. not racist. You can't, you know, try to comment on something a man did 20 years ago. Like, he's progressed and has grown so much, and maybe he did something silly then, but it doesn't change the fact that, like, it's Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) Like, Mm-hmm. You didn't miss me with that Right, like, okay.
1: right, right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> No cap Yeah, no cap I All right
0: So let's move on to A trending topic We'll do something okay. a little bit fun <laughs> Break up the seriousness of this Okay, okay. <laughs> But I don't know if you heard Vin Diesel Drop the track Nah <laughs> Vin Diesel <laughs> has a song Called Feel Like I Do Produced by Norwegian producer Kaigo. I don't know. K-Y-G-O. Uh-uh. And
1: I, so you might kill me for this, but I feel like I have an idea of who that is. But who okay. is Ben Diesel?
0: Vin Diesel from Fast and the Furious?
1: Okay, yes. See, I <laughs> thought that's who it was. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But so basically, I didn't yeah, know. Fast right. and the
0: Furious guy.
1: Okay, okay. He dropped a, a song.
0: A song. I'm gonna see if I can play it because I'm curious about your reaction. That's, that's kind of crazy. Let's see if you can hear this. Can you hear that?
2: No, I can't. All right, that's not
0: going to work. Um, <laughs> if you don't, do you mind looking it up real fast? It's called yeah, the like yeah, I do. VIN, V I N, diesel, D I E S E L.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Let's drop this on. Um.
2: Right, who too quiet, and and Step outside, but on my own, just i the of of us, i you. It's cool. <laughs> it's, not,
1: it's not terrible. It's not yeah. as terrible as I thought. I don't like his voice, but <laughs> the beat kind of—you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. beat kind of. You know that beat is not it. This is not going to. <laughs> You like
0: it No, I, I agree with you. We can stop it if you want. <laughs> it like it has the B, like he got I guess with the producer, like that's not my flow yeah, of music, producer. so but not his... me either. Me either. <laughs> but yeah, me I his voice is it sounds like his talking voice. <laughs> like... Yes.
1: That's kind of crazy. Like but... yo, Yeah. I like I, I don't listen to that type of music either, but the closest thing I listen to that is Charlie Poop. Charlie, Poole yeah,
0: Charlie Puth is dope, um,
1: <laughs> right? But so I, I can appreciate the beat, but that man's voice was not, wasn't it? And this cover is not it. Yeah, it's like damn <laughs> it, that man took a selfie and put some grain on it. <laughs>
2: it does look like
1: that. <laughs> that totally does said, look like
2: that.
1: I'm gonna take a selfie and make it a my bro. <laughs> My single company. <couple. laughs> nah, brother.
0: Well, people are going nuts about it. Um, Barstool Sports, who has 2.5 million Twitter followers, says, Ben Diesel just redeemed 2020 by releasing the song of the summer, if not this century. <laughs> yes.
1: See hey, man. We got to talk about this, too, People just capping, man. I feel like <laughs> I feel like people, man. They be just hyping stuff that don't make sense. Yeah. But people, but some people that be dropping fire, they be sleep.
0: Exactly. Like,
1: I don't under help me understand. It, <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, hyping.
0: there's so much fire that like just gets released in like the sea change world. That like this song Doesn't even remotely touch But because of who he is But which is also Interesting though because I don't know if anyone Else Could pull that off like Maybe The Rock Rock, The Rock could probably do that but what other Like if I don't know If like Jason Streatham or I don't Know (laughs) some other like Action figure dropped a song Would everyone be like oh my gosh this is Amazing I don't know
1: Yes. I. The Rock, yes, they would rock with it because of who he is. Mm-hmm. I think. But I'm not going to cap if The Rock dropped a song, bro. That would literally mess me up. <laughs> that would mess me up. Like, Why? Bro, <laughs> you should not be dropping no song. Just stay in your lane, Same brother. <laughs> like... Like, I can't do what you do, you can't do what I do. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wish I had my body like that, but brother, (laughs) no. Don't try to come over here. No, that's crazy.
0: Well, apparently, Vin, there's a video of him that's seven years old, of him singing right on his stay, and, like, Mm -hmm. he had dropped. He had posted something a while ago, like, I need to be releasing more music. I had no idea music was, like, even a passion of his, (laughs) I don't think it's a skill set. I don't think it's in his bag. (laughs) But but because of who he is, like he's been on the Kelly Clarkson show. Like there's all kinds of for this song for this song. Like people, uh, the show's playing it and there's like virtual videos of people dancing awkwardly to it. And there's all kinds of gifts out there. Yeah. (laughs) Don't quit. We need (laughs) you.
1: We need you.
0: (laughs) <laughs> to counteract crazy. all of this mess. <laughs> the song crazy. of the century.
1: So. That's the song. Wait, who said the song of the century?
0: Barstool Sports. Oh, my God so i mean they have 2.5 million twitter followers i don't know about their other social pages but
1: Man, they're influencing
0: those people it. i mean i'm sure he has um, a lot of money
1: going out yeah, he probably this. yeah he probably paid them to tweet that <laughs> that's uh, capping just capping <laughs> capping for the bad <laughs> all
0: the right bag. so let's move into um let's get into the music and you yeah. said you started rapping at three. How do you start rapping at
1: three? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, <clears throat> so my dad had a studio in our, in our home. Um, like he just had a setup, nothing crazy. We took the church mic um, and people would like, people would come in and out um, and just work type thing. And so my uncle, um, used to be a Christian rapper. I don't know if you watch Elevation Church. I don't know if you rock with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a campus pastor for one of the locations. His name okay. Is so yeah. if you ever see, well, not ever see, because they have some black people that preach, but yeah, <laughs> black person named Chat on there. That's my uncle.
2: Um,
1: but he was basically a Christian rapper back in the day. Um, and you know, what I'm saying me just looking up to him. I would be in all of his sessions. Um, And so I just started mocking his lyrics at three, like whatever he would be saying. I'd be going around the house, like saying his verses and stuff like that. Um, And so they one day just decided to write me something, you know what I'm saying? And they wrote me, they wrote me a rap and (laughs) yeah, I started there. Like we did, we did this album, but it was low key, like a mixtape because I really, it was like two or three of my songs, and then it was like songs from other people that we put on there, type mm, Okay. Um, and even my songs it was remixed it was like Christian remixes, so like i took i took fifty 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 cents Wangster. And we did uh you when, say you's a christian but you never act like it i say that you fake it and you need to stop running <laughs> up to the church but you never learned nothing you have been in a church a long time but you ain't growing none <laughs> so what,
0: instead of wankster what
1: was the i forgot what it was called i don't know but it was just basically talking about fake Christians. Like yes. the verse, I'm tired My verse was, "I'm tired of fake Christians. I'm tired of fake praise. I'm tired to live for the Lord in these last days." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and did you write this? No, my 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 pops and my uncle wrote this for me at three. So, That's yeah, hilarious. So. so yeah, we was doing, <laughs> bro. We was doing. We did Little Chris. Get out the way. Move, it? Move, devil, move, devil, <laughs> get out the way, <laughs> and I do this. You know what I'm saying? I do the Harlem Shake on that joint. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I could <can laughs> not
2: imagine shit. that had to. We be. did that
1: for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was, but it's like, man, Kanye done that joint now. That's crazy, but it wasn't good. But <laughs> we did that at three or four. The project came out was four um so we did that and then when i was five i put out one called the golden child and so at that time i started really understanding like rap like i think the first project i was kind of like i was just doing what my uncle and my dad said so Mm -hmm. it's like i had i had like what they would say star power because it's like when i would get on stage i wouldn't be scared at three like i would be i would be rapping they verses type yeah but then when I turned five, it was, like, I really started understanding what rap was. So I remember we did, like, this little freestyle. It was just, like, Aaron, freestyle. And I was, like, I was saying stupid stuff, but I was actually rhyming. It was, like, I was trying to rhyme. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You know how kids be, like, when they rapping, you know, they say stupid stuff, but they don't be trying to rhyme because they don't yeah. really get it. It was, like, at that time, I was actually getting it. So I did that one. They wrote some other stuff. I mean, Seven did another joint called a the Trinity they at this time they're all writing stuff at seven, I started writing a little bit, so my uncle was teaching me how to write a little bit um and I remember like he taught me to like listen to sermons and kind of like you know what I'm saying dissect something of how to make it cool like in a way type and so that's when I started learning more about writing. Then this man he gets married, moves away so it's like i was kind of thinking it's over so i i ain't really from seven to 12 when i told you like i really found god for myself i wasn't really making music i was doing shows in the area but i wasn't making music because i didn't really know how to like okay so when i was 12 because my uncle was doing a lot of the writing um so when i was when i was 12 that's when God showed me that, like, yo, this is my calling, and this is what God called me to do type thing. And so, I started working on my craft myself, like, learning about hip-hop, learning about music, you know what I'm saying, R&B, all that. Um, And then, uh, I went to my uncle's house for, like, a week or so, and basically, he just showed me, like, how to write, how to structure a song, how to put this together. And, um, I went home and I started writing and, uh, I made this project called Fourth Period. Um, and yeah, that's when it started getting serious for me. I was like, okay, this is, this is what I'm going to do. Um, so yeah, I just told you my whole thing and you just asked for how I started writing it. <laughs> <It's all good. laughs> but yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So then, um, how old were you when you signed with Truths Mixed Mag?
1: Mixed bag, yeah. Um, I was fifteen.
0: I was fifteen, and so go
1: ahead. No, what you got to say?
0: I was just gonna was say, 15. did a project ever get released? No. Okay.
1: No, that's a whole you know, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's a whole story. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, nobody really dropped a project on this. Yeah, bag. I feel
0: like. I that's what I thought because I remember I actually interviewed Truth at that period when he started the label and he was talking oh, about for all everybody who signing yeah and I I, like I want to say but you guys release a song with everybody something came out right I remember hearing T J Pompeo on
1: something yes <laughs> they dropped they dropped uh, the collab joint. That's right, okay. The collab project, but I was just signing on at that time. Okay. So I wasn't, like, a part of it, but I went to some of the shows that they did. So they did shows for the, the project, and I and I opened for the shows.
0: Okay. So, yeah, know. it was just a collab project, but then the individual artists didn't really have albums come up. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's a whole story. But, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go so ahead.
0: you leave – that situation, right? It, that, last... that was right? <laughs> very short lived, right?
1: Very short, very short. Yeah, it was like a little less than a year. Okay. Um. So at so sorry at at that time, Truth and Toby came to me low-key at the same time. Uh, okay. Toby said the thing about I'm not putting you out till you're 18. I said nah. Went to the truth. Signed with the truth. I was like. Shh. Man, shouldn't have did that. Then left there. Luckily, as I was leaving, getting everything situated to leave, Toby hit back up and was like, man, i have still been watching you. Like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I really want to air part. And, you know what I'm saying? I, at that point, I'm like, yes, like, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Candace, I'm trying to get out of Bristol for yeah. sure. Let's get it. He was like, I'm still not putting you on T18, so... That's when the boot can't start happening and So that's
0: crazy though, because you were trying to avoid waiting until you were 18 and you had to do
1: it anyways. I had to do it anyways. I, I tried <laughs> to avoid it so much that when I was when I was sixteen or oh no, when I was seventeen, I went homeschooled. And then when I went when I went homeschooled, um I thought he was gonna be like, Oh, you're homeschooled, you're not really in school. But he was like, no, nah, man, you still got to graduate and stuff. So I was like, bitch. So I started working hard on work.
0: Yeah.
1: I finished my junior and senior year in the same year.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. Oh,
0: serious.
1: Yeah. I graduated, I graduated at 4.0. And I was like, all right, what you got to say now? You still got to wait to 18. So <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> I was, but, I was,
0: okay. I so was, I was curious. I was going to ask you why your debut album happened in 2019, but now right. I think because you were 18, but it right. seemed to work out kind of, sort of because you were nominated for Dove album of the year, Crazy. but at the same time, Kanye West <laughs> <Right>. was nominated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. That part, <laughs> that part. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm grateful for the nomination kind of like, man, why y'all nominate that man? But I don't, (laughs) low key though, (laughs) they might give it to him. But I don't think they're going to give it to him after he peed on that Grammy. I ain't going to cat with you. Mm. When he peed on that Grammy, I think he kind of messed that up.
0: Wait, I don't
1: know what you're talking about. Are you talking about literally peed on it or he was just. Oh, you didn't see that? No. What are you talking about? Whoa. Hey, trending topic part two. (laughs) You feel me? This man went on Twitter. He was going crazy about like artists should be getting paid more. Labels should be doing this. Like he was tweeting. He tweeted his whole um, contract
2: mm-hmm. with
1: whoever he with Def Jam or whoever he with. He tweeted his whole contract. I was like, of course people didn't read that. Jen. Yeah, you know, you're not reading your contract. <laughs> but basically, he was just saying, man, like, yeah, like. Labels on your masters, da-da-da-da-da. i am trying to give everybody on good music their masters. I don't really care about all these accolade stuff. Man, artists should be making more money. And then he just tweeted a video of him peeing on a Grammy. What? Like it, was a, it was the toilet, and all you saw with his pee was his pee going on a Grammy. And you saw his Yeezy slides. You saw his Yeezy slides, and you saw his pee going on the Grammy. That's after crazy. That, Definitely
0: was, didn't know that.
1: After that, I was like, man, I might win this thing after all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no cap, that's crazy. Sorry, okay.
0: When when are the double Awards? Um, I think it's it's like, virtually
1: this year, so
0: it, like I October, think, November. Yeah, I think it's October. Okay, so it's coming up. So we'll find
1: out soon. Yeah, we'll see what's up. But all this, you know, what I'm saying that stuff is kind of politics. So I don't try to get my hopes. Yeah.
2: Up,
1: but I'll be grateful if I win. But I'm grateful that I just got the nominee at that. So.
0: Yes. I know a lot of
1: stuff goes into that stuff. So
0: It does, but just for regular folk like us um or right. like me like I don't <laughs> even follow that stuff, so Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
0: feel you. I feel. You. Right. so I want to move on to our four song breakdown section and it's where the artist yes. raps or recites a verse and discusses what's going on between the lines of the song story. Mm-hmm. So for okay. you, I asked for you to do Water featuring Paris Carrez and not Clyde. Um, yes. Back in my bag for show and only you featuring Taryn. Sorry, how you pronounce that? Taryn. Taryn. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, would you mind starting with Water and we can just kind of try to run through these?
1: Yeah. So you want me to recite the verse and then we kind of talk about it?
0: Yeah. Just pick a verse that you want to do.
1: And then we'll talk um, about it. Okay. Water for me. They saying I'll make it look easy. It's a whole lot of work like I'm rearing. I'm needing some. I'm needing some. Uh, I'm needing some Audemars. Or I'm needing some Adderall. One of them. I'm needing some Adderall. No, I'm needing some Audemars. I'm needing some Audemars. They're not. Let me start over. They saying I'll make it look easy. It's a whole lot of work like I'm rearing. Yeah, I needed some autumn, and I saw in a steady one rhythm, Focus like I'm on Adderall. hunky so he gonna feel me. Girl sleeping like me My girl getting on my nerves, she be going crazy. She saying that I don't meet her standards. How you doing me, baby? Family secrets got me questioning my faith. And mom still live in a condo. Give it to God so you know that it's water. So that's that verse. That's my verse on water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, cool. and um, I mean, how did the the just the the three combo <laughs> with you, Paris, and not Clyde, yeah. and all of that come about? And
1: um, so I made water for me while I was on the tour with Toby this year, and it was just on the the whole tour, like people were just singing it because I was just playing it around, and people would be like, uh, "Aaron, this water," you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh so i was like oh you got some so then as i got home after the tour after quarantine i just thought i was thinking i was like you know paris's whole thing is like water he got the ice water for me yeah he called himself slick wave all that stuff so i was like it'd be fire to have him on there uh and then like uh so paris sent his verse and then I was like, he had a fire burst, but I was like, I still feel like it's missing something. Uh, so I just started thinking of like maybe who I can get on it or something like that. Uh, honestly, Aha was about to be on Water for Me. Oh no, no, yeah,
2: Aha
1: was supposed to be on Water for Me, but what happened was he just had like a situation. He was like, man, he was like, if you would have asked me like a week ago, I could have did it, but I can mm. do it in time, type thing so that didn't happen and so then i was just kind of like man maybe i'm just do me and paris because i don't know if you saw our uh vlog on our instagram but like me and paris didn't like each other no. so I, yeah me and Paris was
0: okay you will not we'll have to cover that i do want to know that i need to the tell right.
1: them but <laughs> <laughs> um, so i was like so me thinking i was like man it's gonna be a whole thing me and just him doing a song period i was like maybe i'm gonna just rock but my DJ and my mix engineer, he was like, man, I know I know of Not Clyde. Not Clyde's, like, a new artist. And he knows, like, my DJ knows, like, I try to show love to, like, and put people on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I rock with, And so he just had a thought. He was like, man, what if you put Clyde? And I was like, I don't know if Clyde gonna kill this one. And he was like, man, I'm gonna just send it to him. He sent it to him. Man, came with basically the best verse on the song. Uh, so yeah, that's how that happened. He sent the verse back and I was like, Yes, yes. That's it. Yeah,
0: I don't know who he is. That was the first time I heard him, but he has a cool yeah. voice, um yeah. and flow. I was feeling it.
1: Yeah, he's he's fire. So so yeah, that's how that happened. Um uh, was I supposed to break down the verse or No,
0: go ahead. Yes. I, I cut you off by asking <laughs> the question about Harrison, oh, okay, and not okay. Clyde, but yeah, go ahead and break down that
1: verse. I didn't know if I didn't know if that's what you wanted, if I messed up or no. what but, <laughs> um, they saying I make it a little easy, a out lot of work, like I'm ree, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty self explanatory. Work, 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 work. Uh, really, I'm needing some automar. Automar is time, need some automar. They're not sowing they steady on reaping. Just some facts. Mm-hmm. People steady wanna, you know what I'm saying? They just want the benefits, but they don't wanna put in the work. Um, uh, so they're steady on reaping. Focus, like I'm on Adderall. They say focus like Adderall. Mm-hmm. do you focus. Focus like I'm on Adderall. Uh, I'm hungry, so he gonna feed me. Then Grace, Grace leaking like Nimi' uh, I got so that girl, one because I'm a Real Housewives fan. Right, <laughs> Grace leaking like Mimi. Uh, girl getting on my nerves, she be going crazy. So I got a girl like a year or so now. Um and we actually we're still together we're doing great now <laughs> but congratulations all <laughs> right but uh at the time like it was it was rough it was just it wasn't rough on no like stuff with my past relationship. it was just like you know what i'm saying just relationships stuff
2: that yeah was like,
1: man and so uh, i just vented. i said the line that not thinking i was going to keep the line but um, when I showed her she was kinda like, I mean, that's how you felt at that moment. Like I know we cool now, so it's gonna like, okay. keep go that yeah. I was like, oh, crazy, go crazy, you <laughs> So so yeah, that's what that and uh, I understand. family secrets got me cushy in my fate. I don't know if I can tap into that yet. Okay. Um,
2: but basically somebody
1: in the family basically been, like, living this lie, like, basically my whole life. Uh, Not in my immediate family, so not like my dad or mom here, but, like, just someone that's close to us, Um, been living a lie, and it was someone that, you know what I'm saying, everyone was looking to, you know what I'm saying, to be, like, a standard type thing, Um, so especially me, Um, and it kind of kind of rocked the whole family, kind of messed up some things, things still not the same in my family. Um, so, yeah, it kind of rocked, like, things of, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: in my whole family, my whole thought process about God, about everything. Um, so, yeah, that's that line. Uh, and then my mom still living in of Give it to God, so you know that's what it is. With that, it was, like, I be kind of like, I talk about it on some of my new music that's gonna come out. I'm done for the year, so I don't know when I'm dropping. But like, just some of the stuff that I'm working on, it's like, <clears throat> when it comes to, like, where I thought I would be by now, mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of get in my head about that stuff. So like, uh, with my mom still like living in an apartment and stuff like that, like that be kind of messing me up sometimes. It's like i be like, dang, like, I want to be that person that, like, you know what I'm saying? I want my mama house, buy my mom car, all that stuff. It's like, I'm just not in this. Like, I'm doing good, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I'm living on my own and stuff like that. But, like, it's like, I want to be, you know what I'm saying? Look out for my mom's. And I do it other ways, but it's like, I want to do it in a big way of like...
0: Yeah, okay, no. I mean, that's sweet. <laughs> like, was... Keep in mind, you are 21, you got time.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Don't put all that pressure on yourself. <laughs> okay, no <can't>, okay. <no> <laughs> well, yeah, it just me, so that's why I said that. So then that's why, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, I was like, give it to God. It's water. It's like, it's easy for God. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah, that's a breakdown of that.
0: Cool. Yeah. And, um... Okay, so we have Paris Cariz, we talked about not Clyde. I'm gonna have to keep my eye out on him. Um, right. and Paris was who suggested that I interview you.
1: Yeah, I saw that little video, so yeah, <laughs> <I> saw that. <laughs> Paris funny.
0: So how did you guys go from him suggesting you I interview you to our from previously y'all having beef?
1: Like what happened? Right. Okay. <laughs> 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 all right so it was really a misunderstanding but i think so basically let me just get back story last year not by chance time my album i was really not rocking with a lot of people in christian hip hop like i barely talked to anybody i think the only person i talked to was no big deal um when it comes to well derek minor derek has always been big bro so yeah. Uh, Derek Miner, Kayla Mitchell, those two are always people that's always been by my side. I, I always rock with Tig. Mm-hmm. And then uh Dale, like <clears throat> always been talking to him. Um and so I was just you know what I'm saying I was hostile already, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I feel like a lot of people, I felt like a lot of people in Christian Hip didn't rock with me. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I, I had been doing it for a while and I just seen like a lot of people this is just a show like what are you going with in my head. Like i just seen a lot of people getting love when it comes to like, you know what I'm saying? OGs and stuff like that. And uh, no, I don't know. I felt like for me, people wasn't really rocking with me like that. So just keep in mind, this is my thought process. So yeah. I'm, I'm basically like, man, forget everybody at this point. Um, <laughs> and so for a promo thing for my album, I started doing these things called direct Tuesdays. Um, uh, Because I was already wearing a do-rag and I just posted a freestyle one day in my do-rag and people was like, oh, do-rag cold, do-rag cold, do-rag cold, like in the comments, do-rag cold, fire, whatever. So it was kind of like this, you know, thing that I just took on. Uh, Mind you, at this point, I didn't really know who Paris was. Like, I think, I don't even know if I followed him at that time, last year. Uh, which is crazy, because it's like, that man, that man is one of my best friends right now. Uh, but, uh, basically, I don't know if you know, Paris, Durag P, that was a whole thing. Durag oh, P no, I know that. Even, He be trying to cat with me, like, everybody know I'm Durag P. Was, <laughs> anyways. So, uh, <laughs> but, he had, basically, he was doing Durag P before me. I okay. didn't know that. So for Paris, Paris is a very passionate person. And he's, like, when he does something, when he thinks of something, like, he loves that because he's very artsy. He's very creative, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm creative, but, you know, there's a difference between, like, creative people and people that's just, like, mad creative. Like, it's, like, dang, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's, like, it's, it's kind of, like, the difference between, like, People might get me for this, but it's kind of the difference between a Kid Cudi and a Drake. It's like mm. Kid Cudi is way more creative than Drake when it comes to music. But And Drake is creative, but it's like Drake makes more. We have this joke, like Drake more, makes more music that reach the masses. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, we have this joke that go around because one of me and Paris's first arguments, he was talking about like, man... Like you be holding back, like you more creative than what you are, type junk. Like I'm and I was like, Man, forget all that. I'm trying to reach the masses. Like I was out of him type So like that's all a joke, but like yeah, <laughs> reach the masses. So so he hit me up basically and just commented on my like reply to my story and put eyes to me saying do rag code Tuesdays or whatever. He just put eyes and so I think this might have been our first time talking, second, mm-hmm. maybe second. So I'm just like, oh, he think the verse five. Like, I, like, <laughs> I put the eyes back. So I just put the eyes back. That man, <sighs> that man said, do rag cold, question mark, question mark, question mark. And I was like, what'd I say? I think I said, I was like, you rocks with that junk? <laughs> I was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I have no idea what this man is talking yeah. about. I was like, you rocks with that joint and i think he just put like a gif of like the eyes of like a person coming back like looking like and i was like man i don't know what this man is like i, said, I don't barely <laughs> know what does him this like,
2: mean right so
1: i was i just ignored him type the next tuesday i posted it again and then you know what i'm saying after i posted it like i'm scrolling uh I, I click on his story and he on there talking he mad. He's like, man, since people want to take my junk, man, I will not be going by Durag P no more. I'll be going by Stocking Cat P. And I was like, oh, this man called himself Durag P. So, <laughs> first of all, I'm laughing because this man's so mad. Because I'm like, man, I don't even know this junk. <clears throat> so I replied and I was like, dang, bro, I finally realized what you was doing last week. I was like, man, I didn't even know you called yourself Durag P. And basically, you know what I'm saying? He had the whole tight, but saying it was cool type thing. He was like, he's like, nah, it's all good, bro. It's whatever. You got it. Do your thing. Mad Titans. So I was like, oh, he mad. Like, whatever. So we didn't talk. I was still doing my direct code Tuesdays. I was going stupid. Like, promoting my album, going dumb. Um, after the album came out. Um, after the album came out, God was just teaching me a lot of things. Because... Um, I think with Not By Chance, I kinda,
2: I don't know, like,
1: I don't know how to put it, but it was basically, like, I was stressed out a lot because it's my first album, and so I wasn't really tapping in with God as much as I should've, like, and so I felt like some of it was, some of the whole promo and everything, like, and just the space I was in was kind of vain at that time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um uh, so God just started teaching me a lot of stuff. And so one thing that he was showing me was just like I'm a leader and so like I should be, you know, reaching out to more people in the space, you know what I'm saying, trying to be cool, trying to, you know, what I'm saying like learn off of other people, then learn from me type thing. Um and so I started doing that. And so I reached out to P and I just sent I sent him a voice message on Instagram and I was like, Man, look. I didn't know you had to do right p thing. I understand you probably still tight, and I and listen because you was trying to come at me. I've been tight this whole time now too, tight junk. And I was like, but I feel like it's kind of dumb to, you know, do this over this misunderstanding. So you know what I'm saying. Let's let's talk about this junk. So he we basically we talked it um, and then the what up R G tour, um. RG brought me out um, to come as a special guest on the show and Paris was on the tour and so when I first when I first saw Paris it was like the first day like we was just mad cool like like at first it took a minute like you know what I'm saying because P- Paris kind of protect us sometimes like he'll show love to everybody but like far as letting people into his like personal life space like you know he will be doing that so it took a minute but like by the end of the day. Like we was just joking on each other, like being cool. So we spent like three days together because I was with them for a while. So mm-hmm. that started kind of like our whole friendship and then um I don't know what was after that, but basically we've just been chilling a lot, talking on the phone all the time. Like that's my guy. So that's a cool story. From don't
0: Twitter all that. beef to to best
1: friends. <laughs> don't, don't all that like I'm some simp. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> all right, me. I'll take back my all. Um that's <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. Let's cool. get back to the four song, Breakdown, and do Back in My right. Bag.
1: <sighs> back in my bag. Uh, I was gone for a second, but I'm back now. Laid back, but I never back down. Now it's just hurt. Now it's just worse. It's- now it's just hurting. ruin my words, so for certain, knew it was working for my good, so I just count down. Trying to tell these boys that we do this. I get depressed, but I never get foolish. It's like every single time they be clueless. play with friends over opportunists. I've been leaving all these girls on a row, I've been going for my go hoes. God brought me out. Yeah, I'm in a mean state. I'm Aaron Rodgers with the bag. Yeah, that Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, I'm Aaron Rodgers with the bag. So that's Green Bay. Yeah. I don't know the end of that drink. I ain't going to catch it with you. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> uh, writing back in my bag, um, I feel like I feel like every artist deal with kind of like depression, kind of. Uh, but at that time, like I wasn't really that guy, so I wasn't calling it depression. I just I was in a funk type mm. of, shit. Um, <clears throat> and so it was just <laughs> I had the situation where there was somebody that was working with me um that basically i had brought from like he'd been rocking with me since i was like 14 like working with me and and from virginia and i felt like at the time like he was using me to like get to somebody else another artist you know to work with which he works with them now um yeah, so, so it turns out
0: you were raped. Right?
1: Kinda, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I, I I have my part in the share, but <laughs> yes. Uh so when I say lawyer friends over opportunist, it's like that's what I was kinda talking about. Um and so when that junk happened, I kinda I always have these things where I snap out of something, like, and I'm like, all right, I'm I'm back in my I'm back in my mode, I'm back in my back. So That's kind of that's really what the whole verse is about. Like I can break it down line by line with the punches and stuff, but that's really what the whole thing is about.
0: Okay, and then
1: for show, for show, um, pops always tell me worth for what I want. Yeah always did when they tell me that I want, yeah. So I don't understand a spoil tip. My parents, money spoiled rich. I've been on my own kid that I'm going to have a world, good eight. I just suck my head and then it work and then I pray. Satan trying to get me on my game, but he might pray. Always wanted to be more, feeling like I'm Ray. I slept in Super Ace and now I'm chilling with the Grays. the other uh, Jen, I'm a rocket. Reading James like I'm hot and I'm Chris Breezy, I'm popping. No more games time to lock and I say the plan and I'm on it. Going for my James. yeah, I'm on a Ultra Bank. Um... Uh, so pops always tell me to work for what I want Just facts I always did when they tell me that I want so I don't understand a spoil tip my parents money spoiled rich I was so how my dad grew me up, like basically raised me um I never like when I be seeing movies of people like asking their parents for money to go out and stuff like that I, I never really had that like my mm-hmm. parents my parents gave me money for, like when it was, like, needed. So, like, if I stayed at somebody's house, they would give me money because they're, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, when want to go over there, like, yeah. to that bad. But, like, say if I go to a game or, like, you know what I'm saying? If I want to go to a football game or I want to go to a, you know what I'm saying, whatever, I, I, I couldn't be, like, oh, I'm trying to, can I get some money so I can yeah. get out with my friends? It's like, nah, you better get your own money. You're trying to go out. So, mm-hmm.
0: So it was for
1: me too. Right. <laughs> so uh, I had me a job at 16. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like, basically, I was like, man, like when I saw that, that's why I said that line. I don't understand a spoil tip. My parents money spoiled rich. Like, I've never been like that. My parents just took very good care of me, like far as why I didn't have to worry about nothing. But if I went out, I didn't get the whole mindset of like, man, I could just ask my parents for money to go out. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. get <laughs> Money's forward. I've been on my own kid. Then I'm gonna have a world good. A. Hey, I just took my head then I worked then I pray. Satan trying to get me on my game. He might pray. Always wanted to be more. I'm feeling like I'm Ray. Be more. Baltimore, Ray Lewis.
2: Yeah.
1: Always wanted to be more. I'm feeling Got like I'm Ray. <laughs> Slep, slept sleeping, Super Ace. Now I'm chilling with the grades. So when I was talking about those ghetto tours, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we. <laughs> Man, we slept in a bunch of Super eights on church floors with no AC. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, church is bringing us out, and we sleeping on their floor, like, in the, yeah. like, youth room type thing <laughs> with no AC and covers. Aww. Like, crazy. It was one time I was in a, we was in a Super 8, and, like, me and my dad, we was walking down to the car to go, I think, go get some food or something. And we go to the lobby. All we see is three pit bulls going full speed towards the door.
0: What? Okay.
1: And me and my dad take off and we leave the hotel. And I remember just thinking like, man, I hope I don't got to deal with this for forever. Like, every time I go (laughs) to a show, like, I'm running from dogs in the (laughs) hotel before I go to the show. Like, god, dog. Um, so yeah, so that's what that was—a like. super ace, not chilling with the greats. It's like, like I said, I grew up in Christian like households, so like all the people that like I meet and stuff like that is like I grew up listening to, I grew up watching and stuff like that. So it was like it was almost like a grateful thing. So yeah. this is the like, ace, not chilling with the greats. Jenner, I the Gemini rocket, reading James Lake, I'm hard and I'm Chris Breezy, I'm popping. BA Chris Breezy, I always I always be talking about Chris Brown. <laughs> Don't hate me. Uh <laughs> it's breezing y'all popping. No more games time I like it and gotta say the plan. And I'm on it. Going for my dreams, yeah, I'm on my ultra beam. So for shows it's really about going to get your dreams. Uh, I, I really talk about that a lot because me coming from where I come from, Bristol, small town, it's like it's really all God that I'm where I'm at. So I try to just share to people like, man, work, you know what I'm saying, put God first and like you can get your dreams type thing. So okay.
0: Right on.
1: And last song, Only You. Mm-hmm. Um, life, it don't get easy, but it's better when you're with me. Uh, trying to put my faith in people, but there really ain't no equal, oh no. Uh, never mess with it, don't change, the same Monday after Sunday. Yeah, even at a young age, you've been holding me the whole way. Yeah, let me sit because it's your show. I'ma sit up in the front row. Uh, and gotta tell you, you already know. Yeah, she was uh, Basically, um, only you is, Um, it was. It's been in a like this year. I feel like God's been just teaching me a lot of things about like humility and stuff like that because being successful young like it kind of be messing with you like it's Mm -hmm. like you start to get prideful really quick um so um i think making that song um the whole song is really just about that because it's like reflecting of like man it's only god god's the only reason of where i met god's the only reason that i'm still living god's the only reason for like a lot of things in my life and so yeah that's i mean that's kind of that one's kind of self-explanatory right right? yeah
2: there's
1: no really stories in that rather than just god just you know really just showing me how to be humble this year basically um so yeah
0: right on okay, okay. and we're wrapping this up now so no, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> How does God's presence look like in your life, and I'm gonna ask this twofold: first, personally, mm-hmm. and then second will be musically, so personally, how does God's presence look like in your life?
1: Personally, how does God's presence look in my life? Um, I think the fact I don't know if this will answer your question, but this is my interpretation of it like I think the fact that I'm still here. I'm still in a position I am, still relevant, I guess, yeah. and still, like, making music that connects with people. It's, like, that's, to me, that's God showing himself to me personally because it's, like, a lot of people start and they're, you know what I'm saying, relevant for a couple years. And it's, like, I came out I was 18, so to still be here is, like, kind of crazy to me. Um, and then even on a deeper level, it's, like, man, to know that every day, I can wake up and there's new mercies and grace for it. You know what I'm saying? All the stupid things that I do and sometimes don't even know that I do. Even the stuff in my heart, you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, God's presence in my life that I'm still here, that he gave up on me, that he still keep giving me chances. is like really evident that, you know what I'm saying? He's in my life, thing. So think. So.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. And I'm sorry, musically? Musically, yeah. Basically, yeah. I kind of answered. Yeah, kind of the same thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Right. Um, I did want. I wanted to bring this up earlier when we were talking. Um, because you were saying how you still have your virginity. Um, yeah, I talked yeah. to John Keith, and mm-hmm. I actually just posted on Instagram on our Instagram story and IGTV today a clip of him mm-hmm. talking about. Um, he wrote down for the four-song breakdown Dance and King from his latest album, Antihero. And he said Dance mm-hmm. is about him losing his virginity and the whole mindset of right before he was about to lose it to afterwards. And so right. that might be like... Oh, I got to listen to that song, you gotta right? Check it out. Yeah. yeah. Check out the song and then check out that, that, his explanation.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. For sure. And,
0: and now that you've gone through this whole interview with me,
1: Oh wait, did you have a question for that? Or you just No, you know, no, I
0: was just telling you. Oh, okay, like, yeah. okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay gotcha, yeah, I
1: want you to hear, okay,
0: okay, I I wa- w I didn't want to interrupt you earlier when you were talking and then I about just it. never brought it up. So Okay,
1: okay, okay. Yeah, was, I'm gonna keep that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: keep that. Man. Cause I wanna hear that song too, because I never heard that song. All right so John, so Yeah. It was it
0: was cool. He was like, most people don't know that the song is about me losing my virginity.
1: Yeah, that's what John be doing. John be doing <laughs> He's stuff, like I really gotta listen. He be dissing everybody too, so listen to that. <laughs> Don't tell I'll have too. to
0: look out for that. I didn't know he'd be dissing folks too <laughs>
1: <laughs> Right.
0: But now that you've gone through this whole interview process, um, who would you like to see me interview on the show?
1: Right. Um, uh, I know Paris said RG, you definitely need to do RG, definitely need to do deal. Um <clears throat>
0: So, I think you. RG, I think you should do. Go ahead. RG, yeah, no big yeah.
1: deal. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to them. <laughs> I'm trying to get. Yeah, to yeah. Them. RG, RG is hard to get in touch with. <laughs> like, he don't talk to none of us either. So, he, okay. He barely, he barely be answering, so I don't take that person. <laughs> um, he'll answer one day randomly, probably like two AM. and be like, I love to do it, Titan. So, um, I think you should do Clyde. Clyde. Okay. Yeah, like, he, he got some dope stories. Um, <clears throat> let me think. Who else? Man, I'm trying to think. Um, have you done Bizzle?
0: A long time ago. He was, like, one of the first people I did. So oh, it's been okay. a while. I would love to do him again.
1: But yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like Bizzle is an OG that people don't really be him like that he i think he should he got a lot to say have you done Derek?
0: i have um again a while ago so like all the ogs i started oh, okay. this like in 2013 so oh, okay. all the ogs okay. like i did back then but yeah, i need yeah, to yeah. do a, a yeah, yeah. updated <laughs> interview yeah 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 <laughs> um
1: and uh the last one i would say is caleb i don't know i know you probably ain't done caleb
0: I actually did Caleb a few years ago when he first came out. I did a oh, up did and Caleb? comers. Yeah, Caleb Mitchell and um, Rockstar JT. I did like a combo up and comers episode. With oh, him.
1: snap! Uh, but yeah. I
0: am trying to. I did try to reach out to him again to get a okay, one. So yeah,
1: and yeah, no, Caleb, Caleb will be, be fine. I want to see what he got to talk about right now. I mean, I talk to him all the time, but like in an interview, you know, yeah. I'm watching all my friends' interviews. So oh,
0: oh like, that's cool. <laughs>
1: You be awing me. I'm sorry.
0: I can't. <laughs> it's nah, so I'm hard. You make me want to nah, aw. Ha-
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> It's good.
0: I think mm-hmm. it's part of the, me watching you grow up as a kid, so my yeah, apologies. Like,
1: <laughs> uh, it's cool. I'll rock with that. That's love. I appreciate it. <laughs>
0: You're welcome. And I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me.
1: Yeah, and... for sure. Thank you. This was,
2: this was dope. This was fun. Hey, what's
0: up? Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for watching the show. However you consume us, thank you. Please subscribe to the show. And if you really enjoy the content, please leave a review. It really does help with the ranking of the show. And if you want to go an extra mile, share the show. Share this episode. And for all things testimony, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Gilika Brown, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.